0: Let's talk about your 56-year-old man with angioimmunoblastic lymphoma. Sure. So this gentleman I first met in May of 2008 after he presented to the emergency room with progressive abdominal distention, fevers, shortness of breath, and jaundice. On presentation, he had both renal failure as well as liver failure. He was anemic, the hemoglobin of eight, a normal white count and a platelet count of 130,000. He was imaged and his CT scan demonstrated a spleen that was 21 centimeters in craniocaudal caudal dimension. He had extensive adenopathy throughout the abdomen and pelvis as well as in the mediastinal hilar and bilateral axillary areas. He required hemodialysis for three days and underwent a core needle biopsy and subsequent excisional biopsy of his right groin lymph node, which demonstrated angioimmunoblastic T-cell lymphoma. He subsequently underwent bone marrow biopsy, which also confirmed 10% involvement by angioimmunoblastic T-cell lymphoma. Upon presentation, the patient promptly developed a profound autoimmune hemolytic anemia that was refractory to transfusion support as well as high-dose steroids. The dilemma at the time was that he had a refractory autoimmune hemolytic anemia secondary to the angioimmunoblastic T-cell lymphoma, yet his kidney function and renal function at the time precluded him from getting aggressive cytotoxic chemotherapy. So essentially, given the fact that I couldn't do anything else, I began alemtuzumab to try to reduce his disease and hopefully improve his autoimmune hemolytic anemia. With the start of alumtuzumab, he saw improvement in both his hemoglobin and platelet count, and he became transfusion independent. At that time, his liver function began to improve, and the decision was made to initiate cytotoxic chemotherapy with the RCHOP regimen to treat both his disease as well as any residual autoimmune component of his disease. He tolerated his first cycle of dose-reduced chemotherapy quite well and was ultimately discharged. He went on to receive six cycles of RCHOP chemotherapy and his last cycle of valumtuzumab was in December of 2008 and he completed RCHOP chemotherapy in September of 2008. Imaging following completion of therapy confirmed both a molecular remission in his bone marrow. Testing for T cell receptor gene rearrangements by PCR as well as negative imaging. Given the aggressive nature of this unusual disease, he was subsequently referred to the Moffitt Cancer Center in Tampa where he underwent an autologous hematopoietic cell transplant in April of 2009 and he has remained in a complete remission ever since.
1: So any thoughts about this case, Mitch? Another amazing case. Really, it demonstrates all the odd sort of clinical situations one can see with AILT. The hypergammaglobulinemia, anemia, the B cell proliferation evolving into sometimes the B cell lymphoma, the hemolytic anemia, all the autoimmune effects. And again, I congratulate Lyle for getting this guy through this because you're off the chart when you're faced with these guys. The alemtuzumab, you know, has activity in this disease and in autoimmune hemolytic anemia, that makes sense. It's about all you could get in. The rituximab CHOP, again, you say Y R for the T cell. Lymphoma, well, it's for the autoimmune hemolytic anemia and this B-cell clone. What we're learning is that this is a disease of the follicular T helper cell. And a follicular T helper cell sits in the lymph node follicle and it helps B-cells grow. So you get this proliferation of B-cells which can then ultimately evolve into a clonal B-cell lymphoma. So you see that and it's also a master cytokine releaser. So you see all these cytokine driven things, fevers, rash, so the biology of the disease is being better understood. The treatment still comes down to standard lymphoma therapy if you can get it. And in the NCCN guidelines, if you are a candidate for stem cell transplant with a T-cell lymphoma that's otherwise not an ALK-positive anaplastic large cell, then you should get that as consolidation. So. That's per the guidelines. I do want to say I had the privilege of doing an interactive case on the NCCN website of T-cell lymphoma, so that should be available. It goes through the AILT, anaplastic large cell, peripheral T-cell, not otherwise specified, and the pathology and some of the details of what makes you think it's one or the other. Would you like to give a 45-second capsule of what was most important from your point of view, what you went through? It's certainly something that there are a lot of questions about, not something oncologists see every day either. Right. Well, that's the problem. It's relatively rare. So PTCL is the simplest peripheral T-cell lymphoma, not otherwise specified. You say, chop, transplant if you can do it. We're not happy with the results, but it's as good as we can get. People have tried to add to CHOP, but there's nothing demonstrated yet to be of benefit. Some people are thinking about moving to non-CHOP regimens, such as gemcitabine-based regimens. The angiominoblastic T-cell lymphoma, you know, I just discussed here, and I think that's a key, that autoimmune phenomenon, B-cell proliferation are important aspects of that. There have been some reports of immune-modulating drugs, not only alemtuzumab, but lenalidomide, cyclosporin, is having activity in the second and third line. So I think those are active. And then the key one that's come up is the anaplastic large cell, because the ALK positives do pretty well with chemotherapy alone, but if not chemotherapy and transplant, but the exciting drug that's just been approved is the Brentuximab vedotin, which is an anti-CD30 drug conjugate. And for relapsed anaplastic large cell, which has uniform strong expression of CD30, a very active drug, And clearly that'll be moved up as either with CHOP or maintenance after CHOP in those subsets. Have you had anybody receive that? I have. So I've been part of clinical trials with that. And I had a guy with anaplastic large cell who had blown through CHOP, radiation, platinum-based salvage, and transplant. And basically I had nothing to offer this guy. And I gave him this, and he's been on it for a year now. And he is in a PET-negative CR with mild neuropathy and no other side effects. So when it works, it is a remarkable agent. So last thing I was going to ask you, and I'll start out with Lyle, is what was it like today for
0: you and the patients? I think the patients were really excited to participate in this. I think initially they thought that this was going to be a second opinion. And I actually explained to them, even before you notified us as to to, to explain that to them, I I had explained to them that that wasn't the case, that this was an opportunity to present some interesting cases that do not come up frequently that other oncologists across the United States might be able to use to learn from. And the whole thought of being able to participate in that was really exciting.
1: How did it feel to have, you know, somebody's going to kind of be looking
0: over your shoulder at your cases? And how was that? I managed to preface everything questionable <laughs> <laughs> before I walked into the room to uh, to Mitch.
1: <laughs> what was this like for you, Mitch? Have you ever done anything like this before? I've never done anything like it. It's interesting to see. I mean, these are amazing cases. You know, they all have interesting aspects, and it's fascinating just to look at them and think about them. It made me actually go back and read a few things beforehand as I was on the plane yesterday, <laughs> catching up on my AITL and ATLL things. It's a little bit strange to be in there in sort of a limbo. You're not really the patient's doctor, so you can't really ask them a lot of things. But, you know, they were willing to discuss social aspects or how they felt during the treatment and how they like the one guy got transplanted up in Tampa and how was that for him and his wife. And so there were some interesting aspects, and then you know to see how you know, practice like this functions is always interesting.